So did you have fun at the Black Joy Parade? Yo, Black Joy Parade was live. It was, it was really dope. Yeah. However, I was not expecting that many people. Hella people. Hella people. And when we get to talk about like the acts and different like floats that came by, I think I got there in time to see like a lot of like the young girl dancers and whatnot. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they got ballet. All black girl ballet. Look at you. I never seen that. Fun game. I used to march in parades. Really? I used to be in a drill team. Oh. For like the longest time. Didn't you do Old Grove step team? No, 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 no. Didn't do that. When Old Grove had a step team. They had a step team for what, like two years? Did they? I thought they had it longer. I feel like it like it was always come back, fall apart, come back, fall apart type of thing. But yeah, no, I wasn't in that thing. I I went to like scope it out, mm-hmm. but I was just like, nah, this is kind of basic. So <laughs> I didn't join. Didn't meet your standards, huh? Yeah, no. I was in drill team for like four to five years, so hella parades, hella stuff like that. Like, you had a standard. Yeah. So don't blame me. Don't blame me. Definitely reminded me of, of being out in, uh, in D.C., definitely a lot of black people out there. Then we had to drive back to San Jose and not see another black person for what? <laughs> another three days, four days? I mean, five, six, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in there. Um, yeah, no, it was it was cool, though. Like, I really like it. I feel like, um, shout out to the people who organized it, you yeah. know? Because now it's not, a, it's not just a parade. Like, it's a whole... They basically low-key created a festival, like a one-day festival thing. Yeah, definitely. Like, I was just like, okay, look at black people, black people in. Okay. Black, black people in, huh? Yeah. That's a thing now. It is a thing. You make a word. That's not, I didn't make that up. You people never heard, in? Yeah, you never heard, <laughs> you never heard people be like, oh, there go white people, white people in. When white people do white shit. You never heard that? Nah. It's a thing. Okay. Anyways. Google. It was. <laughs> Google better support her. Black people was out there. Black people in. Yeah. Being black excellence. It was great. I loved it. Got to connect with a few people. Hopefully you guys will see them later on the podcast. Well, excuse me. Hear them later. Or you know what? I'll stick with what I said. See them later. <laughs> hint, hint. Wink, wink. Yeah, now you're cooking up stuff now. Yeah, we're working on it. We're we're working on it. (laughs) But I think uh, talking with with the boy Ross, he said definitely it's a sense of community and we need that. You know, we need to be in the same place as other black people. For sure. See people like us. Especially so it's not just once a year. You feel me? Like, I feel like, you know, black people's thing has been what? Juneteenth Festival? Right. It's just like... Oh, I that's like one weekend out of the year. We need to have more events like this. Granted, there are some more. I feel like the East Bay is way better at it than South Bay. True, because we be a whole lot more black people. Right? Like it makes me feel like, damn, I wish I grew up out here. Like, yeah, I like being around black people. People be like, oh no, I I can't do it. I love it. I mean, I, I love admit, us. I definitely had like the whole culture shock. Like, oh wait, there's there's a lot more than. 
Gotta be, gotta be careful. Gotta be on my toes. Oh no! But then also, it's like I didn't feel like settle that. in, settle into it. You know, got the guard down. These are my people. This is a safe place, safe community. This is my community. Yeah. I need to be. See, that's in that. It. That's that. Uh, freaking brainwashing. Brainwashing. Yeah, all the all the stuff in the media has taught you to like. Kept there's a lot away. of black people. You're supposed to be on guard and afraid, and, and it wasn't like that. Right. It's never like. As an adult, I've realized any time that I've been around hella black people at once, I never have a negative experience. It's right. actually really, really positive. Yeah, it usually is. I think for me, it's just like I'm not, not used to it. Like, you know, it's church or, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so it's always been. And so now it's like, oh, oh, okay. He looked like me. He looked like me. You got a bald head, but, you know, you got some things going on. So it was definitely nice to see that. Definitely makes me wonder or think about what it would be like if, uh, yeah, if I lived more in a community like that and saw more black people more often. So definitely looking, for, looking forward to You know what it reminded spend. me of? It reminded me of, like, homecoming at an HBCU. Yeah. Like, and it was lit. For sure. It was lit. I, I did, you know, anxiety kicked in a little bit, but not because it was hella black people, just because it was hella people. In pe- in, in, oh, not because you general. saw Sage Gemini walk right past you? Oh, and I didn't notice it was him? Shady. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Missed my opportunity. Man. You miss 100% of the shots you don't shoot. Yep, and he cut his hair too, so bam, that was perfect for you. Ah, uh, I missed it. It's Tall, okay. light skin, green eyes. Man. He's not light skin. He ain't. Nah. Shit. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, um, you ready for this week? Yeah, let's get into it. It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love, Love Yours, Yours, the podcast. busy week it's been nay mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a, a rough week for me i've been doing a lot a lot a lot yeah like how many problems you got a lot how much stress you got a lot <laughs> <laughs> is that right uh, nine nine problems huh yeah what's crazy though is like like i'm stressed but i'm not stressed i've kind of reached that point of just like eh yeah, I guess. Fuck it, it is what it is. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> That's pretty much where I've been at. Right. So let's get into the hits. But of course, this is Love Yours, the podcast. The podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you. Love yours. Word. So hits fortunately we did not well we kind of did kind of lost somebody this week this week we lost and you need to send your prayers to jack brewer he is the individual who decided and was bold enough to say that trump was our first black president rewind that a little bit he is the black man 
who decided to say. There you go. Formerly black man who decided decided to say Trump was the first black president. After which he had to immediately hand over his black card. Who? No, he just run it. He he fell off the face of the earth because earth is flat apparently, (laughs) and uh, I don't know if he exists anymore. At least not in this dimension. At least in my reality, does not exist. So former NFL safety at. Trump's White House Black History Month roundtable discussion decided to say this. Now, if if anything, this is the weirdest meeting of all time. If you have seen the pictures of all these black members putting their hands on Trump and praying while Trump has his eyes wide open, which that's blasphemous. Oh, is that what that picture's from? Yeah. That so that picture was taken recently. Yes. My ass, I, so, I mean, it's no secret. I cannot stand Donald Trump. So I try not to read too much about him or like (laughs) just, I feel like he's just a bad person. Like he's just a negative energy and it kind of just messes up your whole mental and your vibe. You feel me? Like, so I've been trying to ignore this fool. Like I literally have him blocked on Twitter because I could not. (laughs) Um, so when I seen the video or I seen the picture on Instagram, I assumed it was from like his last run from presidency. No, even though the same people. (laughs) So he had the whole shebang out there. Everybody who was saying yes to him was in that room, which probably does not give a diverse discussion of a round table talk, but you know, Hey, if you go to what's left of mr brewer's twitter man people are flaming him up flaming my god you're trash bro boy why would so, you why would you like people are saying it's, like, it's just hey. so many things so many reasons why <laughs> those words should have never left your lips it's just mm. so some people were trying to defend him and say oh well well people were saying bill clinton was the first blacks first black president so why can't why yeah, but since say, then we had a black president, so I'm gonna need y'all to put oh, some respect on oh, my boy's but, name. Uh, but uh, Tony Morrison gave Bill Clinton the pass, so how come we can't? Like, like I said, put some respect on Barack's name. You feel me? That is the first black president. I'm gonna need man. y'all to simmer down. Also, with your trash. Bill Clinton never said, "Yeah, that's right. I'm the first black." No, he never endorsed. Wait, it. Trump said that too? No, oh, somebody in the say, DMs, someone tried somebody to bring that up. line this sucker. I remember some people back in the day were like, "Oh yeah." Bill Clinton, he played the sax, he played the sax, well, sax right? And yeah. oh yeah, he black. Like, mm, nah, I never, bro. nah, never endorsed that. But okay. But for the most part, the other piece of this is, so we there. Someone's like, oh yeah, but the black poll, the the polls, black people love him. Black people love Trump. Look at the polls today. It said that unfavorably opinions of Trump, the percentage was resounding. Eighty percent. They also broke it down to gender. Guess who was the bottom half that was closer to liking him? White men. Black men. Well, no, black. So of black men and black women. Sorry. Oh yeah, black White, men. Uh, black women. We don't. We don't fuck with him. What you mean? <laughs> Above, like highly, like high, high eighties women. Black men. We got to do better. 
we're, we're dragging the percentage, the average percentage. I down. think that's partially because if we want to talk about politics, I feel like when it comes time to vote and be involved in politics mm. as we should, because it does have some effect on us, obviously, um, black men aren't voting like they should be. Nope. If we want to talk about it. I know a few black men that did not vote in this last presidency. Facts. So, so it's just like, yeah, so the ones that are voting are the ones that are freaking tap dancing for, for the man. So Yeah, unfortunately. So yeah. we definitely need to, black men, we, you get know what? Get it together, bro. Hopefully you heard the message of the week because I'm about to get your ass. <laughs> man. All right reactions um so i got one that i'm gonna just throw in there that's mm-hmm. not on our notes i'm gonna go a little rogue because you said <laughs> uh you said round table talk and it reminded me that your boy snoop was <laughs> on the uh what is it called table talk red table talk. red table talk yeah snoop was on there for his uh comments his choice of words when talking about gail um, have you seen the clip? A little bit. I haven't been able to. Watch I haven't that. watched the whole thing. I like personally, Red Table Talk. I can't. Like, why not? I feel like it's extra and fake. Uh, like it's like... like, it's like yes, the conversations. A lot of the conversations need to be had, mm-hmm. but sometimes I just feel like Jada just be doing too much. Oh. I feel like that's authentic, Jada. That's just her. Like, she's just mad dramatic in everything she says. She's just like, mm, uh-huh, tell me. Okay, Jada. Like, you don't think you... that's Jada? You know what? I-, I believe that's Jada, 100%. I'll so. take it, whatever. But what, even if it is her, like, it bothers me. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't sit there and watch every episode of the Red Table Talk. So Snoop talking about, like, his comments or whatever... Uh, Jada went on to be like, oh, no, not Snoop. When I heard it, I was just like, "Mm, he's talking about me. He's talking about Willow. He's referring to my mother. He's talking about his daughter. Just all black women. Yada, yada, yada. I feel like that's a common. Okay, well. Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like that's a common argument when you, when like, hey, he was going for it. He was disrespecting black women. Set an example. I feel like that's where you, like, well, if you don't call someone out their name, imagine all these other people calling, getting called out their name too. Right. So. I guess. I was a little distracted by Snoop's turtleneck. <laughs> I feel like his neck is entirely too long to be having a turtleneck. <laughs> like, it just, it wasn't working for me. I was like, Snoop, where the fuck? Who sold you a turtleneck? No, I, I remember thinking, like, where he started, and now, did I ever imagine from... Where he started, that he would be wearing turtleneck <laughs> and not a black turtleneck, right? A different. It was, it, it red? was like our no, it was a red. It was like a burnt, burnt orange or some shit. So like, like oh, we came a long way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like I said before, I stand by the fact that you know what he said was hella disrespectful. He went too far with it. Um, I'm kind of confused at people defending him like i yes gail was out of pocket but i hate to sound cliche but two wrongs don't make a right so 
him calling her all that name, all those names does not solve anything. And this is the type of shit that keeps us down because we can't never like as a as a community, black people can never work together. Mm. But yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so reactions. Uh, late as fuck. Lynching has officially been made a federal hate crime. Yes. So last year it was proposed to the Senate as a bill by, is it our Kamala Harris? I mean, I don't know if she's with us. Oh, well, she's the ops, but still. <laughs> uh, Cory Booker. Cory Booker, the one who got, <laughs> yeah, finessed. Uh, and Tim Scott. So they introduced the bill last year to the Senate. They approved it. I just want to know why it was introduced last year. Right? But, <laughs> you know, but whatever, whatever. I'm not going to. Yeah, we're, gonna we're, not, we're not asking those questions. I'm not going to dwell. <laughs> uh, the House didn't do anything until February 26th, which was passed. But the issue is it was not passed unanimously. Yeah, because what, what is the House primarily made of? Made up of? Yeah. So it passed. Are so, y'all surprised? I'm not surprised. So it passed 410 to 4. Now, if you are curious about the four and who the fuck they are. Oh, they felt hella bold that day. <laughs> <laughs> that money, rep. they was in there like, oh, yeah, my people going to stand with me. Nope. And got the count back like, bruh. <laughs> you do know they, they write your names down, right? Oh, geez. So independent re- representative uh, Justin Amash from Michigan and GOP reps Louis Gomert from Texas, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, and Ted Yoho from Florida. I mean, do you hear the states that they're representing? Are we surprised? You said Kentucky, Texas, Florida, and where else? Michigan. I mean, I thought Michigan. What? Well, they're independent. <laughs> you thought what? So... They're trying to kill us out of here, man. I mean, they're still... Man. So on. what was... I'm, I'm curious. Do they get asked, like, what's their argument as to why they don't want to pass this? Like, where is it? What What are they standing on? You think they got a good reason? No. I just want to... I want to know <laughs> if somebody... Because I'm pretty sure... Don't quote me on this, but I'm, like, 99% sure that in some states, uh, death by hanging is still legal. Hmm. So I'm wondering if someone took it that approach and tried to like be like, oh no, prison and life sentences and death, da 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 da. Nigga lynching. Right? Lynching and hanging. I mean, same thing, but. One is by the court and government, the other one is by. One could argue back in the day, it was still by the court. That was just trifling motherfuckers. Let's be real. The KKK I'm doing is, the Kevin Hart eyes. The KKK right is made up of the policemen, the court officers, the judges, the lawyers, all of them. So they could be like, you know, they was they was finding black people guilty of shit that we was not doing and hanging us. 
in lynching us. Yeah, but they did that without evidence or court hearing. Well, I'm not so saying it was... I, when I say one they're could argue, like, oh, I'm not saying it was just. It was never just. Or it was just I'm like, just hey, saying, we, that's what they're going to... I gonna, need something to do on a Sunday. Hey, let's, let's get... All right, let's no, just... No, I get that. One, I'm then. not saying it was okay, bro. Calm down. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying, saying that in a white person's mind, that's some shit that they would argue. Contradicting, but they would argue that. Anyways, um, yeah, tweet them. Maybe the guy answers. I'm sure. Like, what, what is what is your reason for? Uh, well, uh, you see, what 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 I meant was, uh, <laughs> I thought we was voting the, another bill, and I, I thought this one's different. I thought this was the one where we didn't write our name on it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you said we, we wouldn't you wouldn't say our names. Sorry, bud. Nah, it's in <laughs> it's in it's in history books right now. Man, we're already typing them. We're <laughs> rewriting the textbooks as we speak. But yeah, all this shit should have been done a long time ago. Long Y'all niggas time ago. late. Get it together. Y'all niggas had to wait for Cory Booker to come to y'all? Anyways. Sigh and black disappointment. So, in other news, not really news, but I thought it was funny. It kind of... <laughs> It kind of spoke to what we were talking about last week. But um, so your boy Boosie, his mama called him after his rant on the Wade family. <laughs> and his mama told him to mind his motherfucking business, bitch. <laughs> Stupid ass motherfucker. <laughs> Which is also funny because Snoop's mom also told him to, boy, what'd you say? Did she really? She did. Good. Because I, I feel like... You know what I mean? Like, people get famous and just start acting reckless. Like, you ain't had no upbringing. And it's like, Snoop. Like, yeah, you all like hood or whatever, but let's not act like your mama wouldn't beat your ass. If I got a call from my mom right now and said, Jeremiah, what you doing? (laughs) Nothing. I heard you on my podcast. Oh, see? That's you. You be talking reckless. Mama, it's not... Oh, so you man thotty, huh? Oh! You better stop that. I'll be definitely out here next week. Anyways. Hey, guys. Um, I don't want the pass that I... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here laughing. My mama my, my said I can't talk like that no more. But yeah, Boosie's mom called him and told him to mind his damn business. <laughs> and I mean, that's all everybody has to do, honestly. Like I said, it's not that we're necessarily agreeing or disagreeing with any action or choice of any family. What I'm saying is, it ain't none of my damn business to be speaking on it. None of my business. None of my business. None of my business. <laughs> All right, moving on. Whew. So, um, you know, we're still trying to come to terms uh, with the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and others on the helicopter that they were on. Um, But it has come to light that apparently the L.A. County Sheriff Department has had um, shared photos of the scene of the helicopter crash. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vanessa Bryant, she's doing very well. As far as like handling her business is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's actually, I believe she's suing the family of the pilot. Uh, I think the owners of the helicopter. All right. Somewhere in there. 
So somebody's getting sued as far as the helicopter is concerned. Right. And then um, she's actually seeking legal action regarding them leaking photos of the crash scene. Um, because, you know, that was one of the first things that she did was contact the sheriff's department, either face-to-face or calling them and, you know, trying to ensure that the integrity of her family, her husband and daughter would be held by, you know, them locking down the area. There's, it was supposed to be, um labeled a no-fly zone, so there could not be anyone flying over, mm-hmm. trying to get pictures, all of that. And the sheriff reassured her, like, oh, yeah, no, we, we got it. We're going to do all of that, all of that. And what do they do? <laughs> the damn sheriff's department is leaking the photos. Like, you're trash. Oh, that TMZ. Come on, bro. They, they, like, they can't be offering you that much money where you're going to do some shit like that. That's fucked up. You're a fucked up individual. Hey. Everybody got a price, like we like we talked about. Everybody got a price. I want. I don't I put don't, it past not, nobody. Not when it comes to something like this. I would never straight face. Never. Ever. That's messed up. Forty mil. I'm not doing it, bro. Like that's somebody's child 50. and husband. Like first of all, what kind of sick individual is sitting there taking pictures of dead bodies and shit? I just don't care about basketball or buy people. That's sketch. Like you, you're a sick person, bro. And then you sell it to no. Like I, first of all, you, you, you throwing numbers at me. You act like you don't know me well. I've never stolen in my life because I have never, never. My conscience will eat me alive. <laughs> like my friends, mm. they call it a joke, but they know damn well. Don't do nothing illegal in front of me. Because I'm telling, I ain't going to jail. <laughs> like, don't do no crime with that. Because, <laughs> nah, fam. Oh, man. No, I would never. This, so I already know. Like, if I had done something similar, like took a picture and then sold the picture off, like. Oh, we going to jail. Bro, I would, that would eat away at me. Yep. Like, I would probably get us caught. Like, we'd probably get away with it, but I'm going to go tell on us. Because. <laughs> Cause my heart hurts and I can't sleep at night and stuff. <laughs> stuff like that really keeps me up. Like I'm not doing that. Right. That's crazy. Man, need it like that, man. Yes. Woo. I swear we've talked about this before. Nah, I just never believe it. It's true. You can call Isaiah and be like, "Would you ever do a crime with Nay in the car?" He's like, "Hell no." Nah. <laughs> she can't gonna re- tell. Can't ride without my seatbelt, man. Right, like. <laughs> It's crazy, like, if I can't justify it, like, no, I'm not. Right. I'm not doing it. Anyways, and last but not least, did you see your boy, Steph? I did. I did. Steph, I had to look a.k.a. For Chef it. Curry with the pot. Finally had to find, I finally found it. His uh, Black History Month commercial. Was it his or the Warriors? Uh, or both? Armor. Oh, no, Warriors. Warriors, Warriors right? Um, and yeah, that was, was a, a dope little thing. Right. I mean, it wasn't like, obviously they have to spill, spend millions of dollars to make, but it's literally just him sitting there and, uh, he's holding up a poster and it's like, oh, it says February. It's like, this is black history month. Then my boy drops the mic and starts flipping through the months on me. He's like, this too is black history month. And that March. 
Black History Month. And that April is also Black History Month. And that May. Black History Month. And that June. Black History Month. And that July. Black History Month. You get the point. Yes, because Black History is every day, not just one month of the year, which has the least amount of days, but we're not going to dwell. Even though it's a leap year, I think it was an extra day, but we ruined it with thanks to Mr. Brewer. Right? Jerk. Just canceling out shit. We don't deserve good things. Anyways, we do deserve good things, first we of do, all. We do, but things get up. Anyways. So, definitely support that uh, Beyond 28 hashtag. Oh, they have a hashtag? I didn't yep. even see the hashtag. Yep, definitely check that out. So, But yeah, no, that, that's definitely a good look. Because I feel like, um, as black people, we get played a lot. Hustled. Finessed. If you will. Bamboozled. Mm-hmm. Hoodwinked. Played. <laughs> I missed that. Dang. No, I think I said it first. Okay. Yeah, see? I got that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, it's exactly what he said. Like, black history is every day. I'm black 365 days of the year. Like. 24-8. All the time. Can't get away from it. So, your little 28 days don't mean nothing to me. I mean, they do, but they don't. I'm going hard all year. And I've really been living by that this year, actually. Like, I'm very, very black. Very black. I'm trying to sink deeper into it. Can't lie. Ruffle some feathers. I've been ruffling feathers. Dang. Like, I've been been low-key showing out. (laughs) <laughs> not even gonna lie like all of my stuff are very all of my clothes have like a a political or social <laughs> justice hint to it and i just be wearing that shit to work faithfully damn i may have to figure a way to work to in my uh leadership meetings with sweatshirts that say i am black history oh yeah picked up some stuff at the black joy parade <laughs> shout out to melanin gang by the way got the oh, yeah. uh bring black oakland not from Oakland, but the sweatshirt is dope. So I wore that, and they were just like, huh. Like, That's all they could do. I'll be looking at people like, you know the <laughs> you know the uh, mugshot of that lady? The one that says, like, she stabbed her husband or stabbed her boyfriend after she caught him cheating. And she just looked like, I sure did. That's how I be looking at people when <laughs> they be like, oh, huh. Oh, Bring yeah. black Oakland? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Staring. Say something if you want to, because I'm finna hit you with facts. What's up? Man, just gotta stay ready. I do. I be be Man. on edge, ready. Especially with that. Oh, well, for me, it's that the protect black women. I think the one thing costs. that made me mad and kind of like the last triggering thing, as far as something that I wore, <laughs> that like made me go even harder. Um, so I have two Malcolm X hats. And they just have like the X on it or whatever, right? And I wore it. And it, it's one thing for the kids to say it, but another employee, like a grown ass adult, was like, oh, is that off white? <sighs> Bro, when I tell you, I was so What'd you do? irritated. What did you say? What'd I was like, excuse me? Oh. And they're like, Off-White, you know the brand? I was like, no, it's Malcolm X. Do you know who Malcolm X is? And I started just <laughs> hitting him with facts. <laughs> Civil rights activist, human rights activist, black man murdered in front of his family. Like, I was crazy. 
And ever since then, I ain't never been the same. So don't talk to me. Don't talk to me on some stupid shit. Denzel didn't get an Oscar or an Emmy off of that shit. I just watched that again over the weekend and finished it yesterday again. I cried so much. (laughs) And I knew what was going to happen. It's not like it's the first time I've seen it. But I was just like, it just, the older you get, and the more you become hip to like realizing shit that's happening around you, like stuff like that really, really bothers me. And I was just like, so y'all still ain't nothing for Angela Bassett. She ain't going to get her flowers. Y'all ain't going to get my, get my dude Denzel his flowers. Cause he played the hell out of that role. Bruh. Samuel and Jackson. 100 and. Yes, it's a working man. Movies. Working man. One nomination. It's a work for Pulp Fiction at that, where he was a whole freaking cokehead. One f- nomination. Just one. That's it. Just one. Yeah. Tripping. Like I would even accept them giving him one for Django. I would be mad though if he got it for Django. Nick, they would give him for Django. I know, but I would be mad about it. Like, especially <laughs> that character. Like, oh, you gonna give it to him because he Uncle Ruckus right now? All right. Oh, yeah. oh, All right. oh bet. Okay. Bet. Yeah. He would. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I don't think he would accept it anyway. So, he'd be like, what? What is it? Nah, I ain't gonna fuck that But, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Got off on a little bit of tangent. your hits for the week. Burm, 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 burm. I'm working on it. I'm working yep. on it. It's coming. So, our main topic. Miss Nay, will you do the honors? Uh, so, this week we will be talking about body image in regards to eating disorder awareness because um, it's eating disorder awareness week this yes, week. It is. Uh, yeah. It is also Women's History Month. Shout out to all the women. Thank you. Shout out to all the black women specifically. I want to give you a shout out. You thank know. you, thank you. Because it's hard out here for us, bro. Hard out here. It really is. Like, people people don't get it. Yeah. So, big up to them. And it is also Self-Injury Awareness Month. Now, me and they are not doing a, an episode on that. This month. We'll talk about it. We'll drop a couple of... Uh, Little things here and there. Little tidbits. But if you are really searching for it, you really want it from us, check out our last season because we definitely had a full episode on that. It's one of our first ones. So definitely, definitely, definitely go check that out. So every week we have a weekly question for you guys. Yeah, how y'all been liking those, huh? Huh? <laughs> Am I right? Good, huh? Okay. So, (laughs) Nay, why don't you drop that question for them? Let's uh, peruse some some of those responses. All right. So, this week, we asked our cousins, uh, what comes to mind when you hear the term positive body image? So, y'all were actually interacting with this, which we highly appreciate. Um, so some of the answers we got here, uh, Swoosh, do you want to share some first? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shout out to my boy Luis, definitely said that, uh, radical acceptance and radical self-love, that's what he felt was healthy 
Okay. Positive body image. So, uh, shout out to uh, Janae out here in San She said, loving what you see in the mirror, regardless of how it aligns with others' bodies. And that is a word, sis. But, you know. <laughs> we also got Rashad who says that he thinks of loving yourself. I like that one because it's low-key play on our podcast name. You feel me? You see damn. where we... Damn. That was like an alley-oop. You see, what he, did. You see what he did there? Oh, damn. Man. Okay. Hit <laughs> that whoa. And uh, Miss Wright. Health. Taking care of oneself based on consumption and lifestyle, not so much weight, which is a big thing that's tied to body image and where a lot of people get tied up with. And my boy, Yessie. Yes, too. Being mindful and, and gentle to others and yourself. So, a lot of great responses. Kind of starts off the week just right. Yeah. You see how we set that up? Great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So, so when you hear the term positive body image, what do you think? I think it's just, you know, you love your body. You love the skin you're in. You look yourself in the mirror. And you're okay. You feel positive about yourself. You feel good. You feel confident. No matter what you look like. Okay. Uh, when I hear the term positive <laughs> body image, I think of just happiness. Happiness mm-hmm. regardless of any outside factors. Like just pure happiness and comfort in being yourself. And comfort in your skin and just loving every part of you. Right. So we're just starting to focus on body image because eating disorders is pretty big, but it usually starts off with body image, how you feel you look in the mirror and how your body looks. It's pretty big to us. It definitely impacts our self-esteem and greatly, greatly. Quite often body image, eating disorders are often perceived as white people problems but they affect the black community significantly quite often a, a, a great deal a great deal and quite often it's the stigma is built around that because usually we only hear about it happening to white people white people fixating on like their weight and everything uh-huh. and so african americans we tend not to share that or our difficulties or our perception of how we look there are a lot of causes to issues with body image. So one thing is biological factors. You may be predispositioned to be a stocky or much thicker person, and that may go against what you want or what you have see as ideal. You could already have a low self-esteem, and that also will then could feed into your thoughts on how you look in the mirror. Another thing is size and discrimination. There have been a lot of clothing brands, that people and people that don't make sizes for us or our bodies styles or our shapes i think amber Crombie and finch has gotten in trouble for that for the sizes and then with the women some lingerie doesn't go up to the right size that's why fenty like capitalized on that right yep yep so there's that there's unrealistic portrayals of healthy bodies in the media, you have definite workout tapes, you have 
you know, movies where fair scare women and then with the Coke bottle shape. And that's what they show is, you know, appealing the most. And then, of course, you have peer pressure, kind of what other people would like you look like. But then within the black community, there's been how we compare ourselves to white, our white counterparts, white women. White women have much slender bodies than, and we have all these curves. So some people feel, some African-Americans definitely feel pressure to have slimmer bodies. So they have, they try to fixate on their weight, what they eat, and adjust to it. Have you ever heard about that name or no? Yeah, I mean, I have seen that. I feel like that's something I observed more when I was younger as opposed to adulthood. Right. And then, of course, we have family dynamics. Um, in some in some discussions with some of my clients, there's been who have issues with eating disorders. They've said that, you know, they've come from a house where it's like, you know, we finish everything on our plate. And if we don't, then we get in trouble. Or, you know, we've always um, kind of coped with hard, difficult things with food, which is another big thing, if, which we have seen in movies and that's in our culture. So food is one of them. Um, and then family suggestions. You know, we've talked about that in our in our holiday episodes where it's, you know, sometimes our family says unfavoring comments. Like, damn, you got big. Like, oh. <laughs> so, so quite often, a lot of people, a lot of our our issues with our bodies definitely come from other people's reflections, and usually it hurts most when it comes from families, of course. And then, of course, the last three is you know, if you're in certain communities, modeling, sports, those things definitely give pressure to controlling your weight and not gaining too much. Trauma can be a big thing. Of course, whether it's bullying or something you went through or a very stressful transition, whether it's, you know, you're being separated from family, you're moving across the country to go to college, or it could be, you know, you're getting out of a relationship. Big things, big changes. A lot of those things can affect your body image and lead to an eating disorder. So... There are several different types of eating disorders. Um, often people only think of what, mainly one, one or two. Right. The uh, anorexia and bulimia, but there are other forms of eating disorder. So we're just going to go through real quick and name them, possibly give you a brief description. Do you want to start? All right. First off, it usually starts off with <clears throat> body dysmorphia. And that is body image distorted, characterized by persistent and intrusive preoccupations with an imagined or slight defect in one's appearance. So that's where you kind of see your body and you have kind of a distorted belief about how it's actually shaped. You actually perceive yourself way bigger or way smaller than you actually are. This is actually really common with people who have recently lost a lot of weight. They don't necessarily see their size for what it actually is. Mm -hmm. um, they tend to view themselves as still a lot bigger. Um, so that's one way. Exactly. <clears throat> Anorexia, 
um, is characterized by weight loss, an intense fear of weight gain, food restriction, inappropriate eating habits, and obsessing over a thin figure. Um, so yeah, it's just like very focusing on the calories you bring in. And as soon as you eat something, it's like, oh, I got to I gotta go and uh, I got to do this mile run real quick. Yeah. Or like I got to do push-ups, I got to work out as soon as, as soon as I eat. Or just having an overall like preoccupation with I can't eat past this time and I have to like no. Even though it hurts so much, even though your brain and your body is telling you you need to eat and you're still restricting yourself. And that can lead to a lot of health issues as well. Yeah, and, and when we say, you know, obsessive thought about eating and how much calorie intake, like, and it's obsessive, obsessive. Yeah. So don't get it confused with someone who's doing, like, oh, I'm doing Weight Watchers and I'm counting calories yeah. and so on and so forth. Like, or I'm fasting for church. Or... Yeah, you'll definitely know the difference because um, it'll it'll be to an unhealthy, an extremely unhealthy amount. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh, oh. Uh, I can't eat this this uh, celery. It's gonna. Uh, no, I can't. It's too many calories. Like celery's like water, bro. Yeah. So kind of that <laughs> irrational fear, kind of that to that extent. And then there's bulimia. Uh, bulimia is an episode episodes of binging and purging. A person will binge by consuming a large amount of calories in a restricted period of time, almost always carried out in secret. The person is also afraid of weight gain, so they undo the binge by purging. Most common is self-induced vomiting. Meanwhile, others are overdosing on laxative and excessive exercising. Mm -hmm. Why don't you do the next one, too, and then we can definitely compare and contrast them both. Well, binge eating. Binge eating is an eating disorder in which the person consumes an abnormally large amount of food in a short period of time. During the binge, the person also feels a loss of control and not able to stop eating. Uh, In this instance, they do not undo the binge by purging afterwards. They typically feel disgusted, depressed, and guilty. Yeah, so definitely think of binging kind of, yeah, you eat to, like, your heart's content. You go past in, you go past Like, you know you're full, Yeah. but you're just like, fuck it, I really want, like, it's not even fuck it, it's just like, I want that. And then you just eat it, and then by that time, it's like, just like eating to the past the point of sickness and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Well, you're kind of just left like in discomfort, just clear, just ah, uh, like I feel like I'm a pop from my through my belly button. Oh god, that sounded so painful. That made that made yeah. me <laughs> that made but me like the, engage the core. I was like, yeah, oh like, no. <laughs> and that's like that's that's how you know, like okay, that's a, that's pretty bad. But bulimia nervosa, think of that more of just like, yeah, I'm eating a lot and but sometimes also, to the point of discomfort. And yeah, but I'm not. also eating because I know I'm going to go throw all this shit up. Yep, and, and it I doesn't can't count. wait. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> so just like, fuck yeah, I'll take the T-bone and this and that and the macaroni and cheese and all of that. And then within 20 minutes of me eating this, I'm going to go throw all of this up. Right. So those are the difference between those two. With a great number of additional yeah. health risks, health issues. So, but yes. Next day. Uh, pika? Pika. I always say pika and it's pika. <laughs> Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> it's because I literally, Pokemon flashes in my head and I'm just like, 
Pika, Pika. Okay. Anyways, Pika is persist is a persistently eating. God, I can't speak. Persistently eating non edible <laughs> or non food items. Um. So I'm I'm sure you guys have seen what is that show? Um, I think it's like. uh taboo something taboo yeah something like that or something like that yeah so these are people who just quote-unquote crave and ingest things that are just not edible items i've seen um an episode where a lady ate her whole mattress was just like eating the foam out of it i've seen one where a lady was eating her deceased husband what? Eating his ashes, yeah. yeah. Um, and it 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 becomes like an obsessive compulsive type of thing, where they can't really stop. Um, so yeah, things like dirt. Um, one of the more common ones is flour. Uh, I actually know people that used to just like eat flour. Yeah, I don't know about that. You've never I mean, seen people do that. I've seen like so like, many people do it, and I'm just like, what? I got one of paper. Yeah, paper. Uh, there's been hair. Ew! Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nails, I almost threw up right now. Um. The scabs, buttons off a remote. The buttons glue. off of a remote. Really? Yeah, but scabs got me. I almost <laughs> threw up right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no! Well, not scabs. Well, those usually the common ones. I mean, I remember. I mean, of course, like there's there's a normal area of like, oh, like I like, eat ice. This smells good. Like you know, I imagine like for me it was like detergent. And I was like, oh yeah, that smells so good. I wish I could. But then the normal amount is just cutting it off and be like, mm, you thought about nah. eating detergent? Fam? It smelled it smelled good. I was a kid, so I was just like, oh, mm, you were a different kid. Man, <laughs> powder. No, and that's the real, story for another day. Sketch. But but yeah, so clearly. That is a problem. I think there was a lady on that show that was like chewing diapers. And I was like, oh, no. Use diapers. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, a problem. Please go get help. For sure. <laughs> I can't. You do the next one because <laughs> diapers and scabs and oh. The last mm-hmm. one, rumination disorder is repeatedly and persistently regurgitating food so after can't. eating but it's not due to a medical condition or another eating disorder such as anorexia, bulimia, or binge eating disorder. Food is brought back up into the mouth Ugh. without nausea or gagging. Sometimes regurgitating food is rechewed and re-swallowed or spit out. I haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, I haven't seen it. Thank goodness. I but, can't even, that's yeah, why I, I had you, you read that one. I think you can picture it enough. But Ugh. So all of these, of course, need a rule out from, of course, another medical condition. But otherwise, yes. I think you guys can see things that you should get help for. Yeah. Um, so overall, when it comes to eating disorders, uh, African-Americans are significantly less likely to seek treatment for their eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any idea as to why that is? Oh, besides the, un, un like the the uh, 
absurd amount of like stigma within the black community on top of the fact that oh another dose of oh for sure only white people have this problem yes that's on top of that plus then i have the lack of education as well i think also around like the self-esteem and you have to have like the confidence to be like hey i acknowledge that this is a problem that not too many people you know have this problem on top of yeah i need to like share with somebody that i have a problem with my self-image who i am and that in of itself is hurts so much or the fact that i'm going to tell you this thing and you're going to tell me what everybody else is going to tell me oh you're fine or Oh, you're, what do you mean? Yeah, so, as Wusha said, he pointed out numerous reasons, but yeah, those are some of the main reasons um, why black people don't seek treatment and just lack of education. Mm -hmm. Um, So, black teenagers are 50% more likely than white teenagers to exhibit bulimic behaviors such as binging and purging. Um, so one common thing that I want to kind of just get out in the open right now is when people, well, especially black people, when we hear the term eating disorder, our mind automatically goes to, oh, this person wants to be skinny. Yeah. But. Oh, and that it only happens to women. Yeah. It it happens to males too. Um, but, uh, like we talked about earlier, um, Eating disorders aren't necessarily focused on weight loss. Some could just be the purging part or Mm -hmm. trying to gain weight. Um, And this is specifically affects black women. I'm going to speak. Well, (gasps) I'm going to speak to from the black woman perspective, obviously. Um, And then, you know, you can add your your points in from the black male perspective. Um, So. Most girls are told from a young age, well, most black girls are told from a young age, depending on where they grew up at, that, you know, they don't necessarily fit in um, based on how they look, like how their body is shaped and things like that. Mm -hmm. So if you come from specifically or like myself, if you come from an area of less black people, uh, you could easily fall victim to the thought process of, you know, hey, I am not thin enough. Like, I need to fit into these standards because you're constantly exposed to the uh, European-American standards of thinness. So you're thinking like, hey, I am not small enough. I need to get smaller. But on the other end, as a black woman or as a black girl, we are under the pressure and scrutiny of, hey, I'm black. I should be thick out here. I need to be thick in these streets. Mm. So we're getting it from both ends. You know what I mean? Like the European standard is this really skinny woman, no hips, very thin, flat stomach, all that. But then on the other end, it's like, okay, uh, I'm trying to be the stallion out here you feel me i'm trying to be thick in these streets i'm trying to have a hot girl summer you know i need to be thick i should have a butt i should have hips i should be all types of curves and all of that so we're getting mixed messages 
um, at a very young age, the the impressionable ages when you're just about hit to hit puberty. So around like nine or ten through seventeen and eighteen, like bad years as far as like the image is concerned. Um, my bad. So like I said before, not all eating disorders involve you wanting to lose weight or wanting to look thinner. Um, and so when you're trying to, if you're trying to help someone in your family who you think might have an eating disorder or something's just not quite right, don't think like, oh, they're fine because they're not looking like they're starving. They don't, they don't look heck of skinny. They're not looking like they're about to pass out. You know, it could be the exact opposite. Um, African-American girls have a higher risk to binge, to have binge eating disorder and a higher risk of obesity. Um, and that is because we are trying to fit into that standard of trying to be thicker. I know a lot of women, actually now, I know quite a few women who are, have always been really thin their entire lives, but if you listen to them talk about like their eating habits and stuff like that, they're constantly talking about like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to be thick out here. I want to gain weight. I want to do that. So they da- damn near are engaging in binging, like eating. <clears throat> Which was interesting was, uh, I think one of the earlier studies that that was done with black women on like their eating habits and trying to shed weight was like Essence magazine. Mm-hmm. And they saw like a lot of their habits were kind of mimicking white women in and like setting themselves up for an eating disorder, which mm-hmm. kind of matches what you're saying. Yeah. And, and so it's a slippery slope. It's like on one end you have the thought like, okay, I need to be thinner. But if you give into that, there's the possibility of having, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up to possibly be anorexic or bulimic. Right. But then it's just like, okay, I want to be thicker. So now you get in the habit of, eating hella food and trying to take in hella calories and not in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So now you're binge eating. Then, you know, you reach this point where you're thick, but at the same time, you don't really, you have an eating disorder, so you don't know how to necessarily stop because right. you're not doing anything healthy. So now you're getting to the point where like, wait, I gained this weight, but I didn't want, I don't want this extra weight. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want this part. And that it's just like a vicious cycle. Right. Almost up and down yes um i think when i was talking to uh shout out to miss wright i was i was trying to reflect on like what i remember growing up and i remember in like high school you know this is like a strong pressure for like on women to be like slim and skinny mm-hmm. and but then as soon as we got out of high school it was like hey well where's the thickness at come on little mama where, where, where? come on we don't want no skinny no more. Thank like, you for you speaking that? to that. I didn't want to throw y'all under the bus and be like, you know, the, well, hey, male standards. No, I, ju- no, uh, I'm just saying. I mean, but male standards of like what they want out of women kind of adds another, not kind of, it adds another level of pressure. Right. And you're right. It did go from zero to a hundred. Like in high school, it was just like, I want the skinny girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it wasn't even no real description. Like if a guy was looking at, curves it wasn't like it wasn't to the detail of what it is now right so it was just like yeah you really really wanted some skinny girls in high school and then the minute y'all graduated <laughs> it was just like oh she ain't got no ass what is this what's up that? like you ain't got no curves what is happening why you ain't got no hips are you black 
<laughs> bro, like, like, man, she ain't got no ass. She could have had a little more ass, then she'd be bad. If she if she ate this, da da da. I literally had somebody tell me one time, like, oh, if you was thick as this person, you would be hella bad. If you don't get out of my face, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. My genetics are set up like this. (laughs) Luckily, I have a a stronger mindset, and I didn't feed into that. But yeah, like it's it's bad out here. Out here that that do you know, and and don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I think yeah that that is one thing that we did miss, like the dating and uh, you know trying to find somebody. Yeah, this is definitely a strong factor. I mean, because you. Yeah, in the sense that you want to compete, like the, like, mm, what's it called? Like the instinctual nature. Like I have to compete against other people for <laughs> needs and you know resources. So I have to, I have to be top tier. I have to be top five, five, five star chick. Oh jeez, throwing out the stars, huh? Yeah, I'll bring yes. that back. So do you think? So that that's how females have have dealt with it right or women have had to deal with it what about men um but body image i definitely feel like it's not necessarily some of it is like okay we play sports so yeah you want to be yeah you want to be in shape you don't want to gain too much you know i think there was also for me growing up it was like you don't want to be too skinny if you're skinny then like yo come on what you doing see but i think as a whole if we look at like the body the different body types the range from like skinny dudes mm-hmm. to big dudes and then skinny girls to big girls. I feel like y'all get more play across the board, like skinny dudes down to the big dudes. Y'all get more play than mm-hmm. skinny girls down to the big girls. I think like for us, it was been like, it's the more of more of it is like, Hey, we want like the ideal black man is, is six foot three muscular trapezius muscles and uh can carry carry women across the threshold and all of that and upstairs and put them on their back and carry them across rivers and stuff like that <laughs> but yo sorry we all ain't built <laughs> we, we ain't got the, we ain't got the height My back. so i had a back injury <laughs> when i was uh. so <laughs> the next best thing is like hey we gotta be muscular we gotta we gotta we gotta have the eight pack we gotta be able to but eight pack Strong shoulders, but then also be able to dance like a Mario. <laughs> so nimble, flexible, which I is like I hate you. So, so hey, much. Hey, if you ain't got the height, you ain't got the packs. You gotta have something going for you. Something. So if you want on the skinny side or you on the big side, like it's like yo. But I feel, but you get what I you mean. Have the, though, you, have right? the, you have to push towards the middle because like hey. I feel like you guys get like overall, it's a it's a more laxed. It's lax, yeah. I feel like yeah, there's definitely there's lax more scrutiny within. to black bigger black women than mm-hmm. there is to bigger black men. I think yeah, like I said, yeah, across like if you were talking about men and women, yeah, there's more leeway. There we're leisure for women will take us. Yeah, I don't know why, but they will take. Oh, us. Oh, you heard it here first, ladies. Man, he said he don't know it's, why. This is it's. Women History Month, and you know, ladies, I'm all <laughs> about the black women. I love y'all. Um, respect y'all, so, you know, we don't deserve you. But, um, like I said, when it comes to just, when we take women out of the equation, and it's just men competing against men and looking at each other, there is a, 
implied or inherent pressure that I feel like, oh, I need to be a little buff. Or there's a fine line of good weight and bad weight. Like, there's, you'll know. (laughs) Oh, this is where I should be. Okay, you know, this muscle's showing, this muscle's showing. But then, like, oh, wait, I can't see that no more on the other side. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, I got to cut down. Um, So there's that. Because, like, hey, the legs like the height. We're also competing for resources. They like the packs. Or we perceive. No. Yeah, we don't know for sure. Y'all perceive. We perceive because, yes. It's cool, but it's just like. But then it's like, yo. Like, man, honestly. Y'all over here looking at. Dudes hella chiseled just, and hard like that. It's just like. That's not comfortable. Some of y'all I don't, say that, but then we like we don't really know. Y'all over here see tr- Michael B. Jordan and y'all. I got to yeah. ask you to pick up your jaw. But that's different. It's like when a Morris whole... Chestnut got it going on, y'all was, oh, I need him. I've never been attracted to Morris Chestnut. He's when too Terrence old. Howard was over here, you never, <laughs> never in life. But I you, hate but you get what him. I'm saying. When ter- when Trey Songz took off his shirt, eh. ooh, people was, oh, let me line up. Oh, I was good until oh. he cut his hair. How's that? cut his hair and i was just like mm, it's a no for me dog marion was moonwalking across the stage y'all was ooh, man's okay, a leprechaun right. i can't do it that's my man <laughs> before you knew how tall he was you was like oh okay no i never liked omarion like that you know what i was a fizz person i'm so embarrassed well, before you knew fizz's height then you was like oh okay they're all small people dwarves <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So this, see, this is what we're talking about. Either we wear, but you gotta shoes, also realize how we... tall I am, bro. I can't be with no five <laughs> six man. My ass is five nine. See, the whole idea of like, yo, we gotta be six foot three. You don't gotta be six we foot three. Just Apex, be taller than me. And we gotta be able to dance like a Marion. Be taller than me so I can wear heels when we go out. See pressure, the pressure that like we I gotta, have. Bro, I can't even wear Air Force Ones around a dude five height, six. Height with men is strongly part of our body image. That's why we all here getting surgeries to break our legs just so that we can they can grow a little bit more. Now you making shit up? Ain't nobody doing that. Shut the hell up. You should you would have been better off going with the hairline. Another thing, listen to that. <laughs> Jeez, oh, so y'all you coming? No, it's Ooh. worse. We have higher. So y'all be we mad. have more standards so, that we have to be according. So if you to. meet him with the hat, you ask him to take him off, take it off or no? Hey, y'all be out here hat fishing though. <laughs> hat fishing. See, Bruh, one of my one of my homegirls. <laughs> anytime I'd be like, "Oh, is this dude cool or whatever?" Like showing her, you know, dudes that we'd be talking to or whatever. Anytime a dude got a hat on, she'd be like, "Hey, what's under that hat though?" <laughs> No, no, right, somebody almost got me. Somebody almost got me one time, <laughs> and all I could hear was her voice in my head, like, "What's under that hat?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh my oh gosh!" gosh. Oh, like one of those, oh. like, where you accidentally knock a dude's head off his head, like reaching, like, "Oh, give me a hug!" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just oh, you got a perm, huh? Salute. Oh. Salute from back here, son. <laughs> Come on, and you guys. Why we're on the topic? Oh, here we go. Body shaming right now. I'm not body shaming. All right. What I'm saying is like, don't try and hang on to the hair. Like, there's nothing wrong with the bald head. Honestly, 
True that. A dude with a bald head and a beard, that is sexy. So that's how you get them. That beard. It is the beard. It really you know is. See. So like if your head, if your if your quarters is going and the hairline is running, just cut it off. It's fine. We bald head, but keep it work. clean. Just don't be coming here looking all patchy. Like that's weird. Anyways, well, back yeah. to the topic. For mostly Ben. It definitely comes in weight loss, definitely in trying to shed and get more muscular. That's where you will see them kind of very pay very close attention to their weight. Um, definitely, I can admit that there's some emotional eating in there as well, so some binging. Um, but yeah, it's usually the fixation with like weights, staying fit, and usually there is a distortion attached to it you know oh i gotta get the ladies ladies only the ladies like the guns so i need to get more guns ladies like to cuddle we can't cuddle if you hella hard just saying true that it's uncomfortable like you be getting a crick in your neck and shit i've been there i just oh oh oh, (laughs) humble brag there huh? i'm just saying you let them know i'm just saying like like damn are you flexing right now no no okay let me just Nobody wants that. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we kind of get into like some of the issues where when you think about like attraction and <laughs> my bad. When you think about attraction and then what we perceive that everybody else wants when everybody, you know, the opposite sex wants something totally different. And this is why different. like that in itself let you know why positive body image is so important because if we focus less on the exterior and more on the interior mm-hmm. we would be okay uh sorry i just went in that with like i read i read <laughs> something i got a really good quote <laughs> it says it says it's important to teach young african-americans that beauty is not external because it can quiet the voices telling them to conform to the tangible idea and amplify the voices focusing on the body positivity and true self-love. Right. That was a good one. Yeah. So I think uh, my own journey, I've been up and down. Um, they don't, one thing, mm-hmm. when we're younger, they don't tell us exactly about like gaining weight and losing weight properly and in a healthy way. So, of course, you know, people kind of go into it with, little knowledge in mind and that's dangerous or they go to youtube and they get like little bites but i mean if you actually pay attention to all the stuff like all of it is conflicting some people do this some people do that yeah everybody's different everybody's different and then what may work for one person doesn't work for you or might or might not so but they don't tell you that it's not clear they also don't tell you that as you get older your weight changes and that's normal and that's natural it sucks, but it's normal. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, yeah, people kind of, we do get caught up in, like, the weight discussion or the fixation with weight. Exactly. But I think when I was thinking about it today, it was like, okay, so I'm going to let people know right now. Your boy is teetering around 185. And sometimes I'm like, I, I get down on my body, but then really? it's like, yeah. You don't look 185. Yeah, a little... You don't look one eighty five. Don't don't little wrestling belt. See, this is what this is why it's difficult to go and get help. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just like, <laughs> well, it's like don't this. be it's hard like on this. yourself. You, you don't look one eighty five. It's fine. So, but 
I mean, I imagine myself like, okay, 185, I've been working out, but then it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not dropping. My goal was like, what, 170, 175. But then it was kind of like, well, I'm getting more, I'm having more muscle now, way more than yeah, I did muscle, before. So that muscle kind weighs of is, more than. So that's kind of adds to my weight. But then on top of that, it's if I stayed 185, but I was as muscular, I got the six pack and whatever, whatever, whatever. And I felt good and I felt happy. Would I be happy with 185? Yeah. Or if I went down you, to 175 and I would still have like the pot belly and I was kind of just like, didn't feel good. Would that make me, make me happier? Yeah. So that teaches you that it's not about the number. Right. Since we are on the, the topic of body image and, you know, trying to improve our, our, our self image of what, what we think of ourselves, um, we're starting a campaign. Yo. This is going to be the uh, Love Yours campaign. Love Yours campaign 2020. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to just go over it. Y'all join us in this. Uh, it's going to kick off next week. Monday, or is that Monday? Yeah. Monday, March 9th. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Monday, March 9th. Um, so it's going to be a six week campaign where we're really just going to focus on improving ourselves. That way we can have, um, a better mindset and feel better about ourselves. Like Swoosh said, he could easily go down to 175 and not be all toned and muscular. Would that make him happy? Or he could stay at 185 and be toned and muscle and all that. Would that make him happy? Which one would make you happy, Swoosh? I mean, to be honest, I think if I was 185 and I looked, looked chiseled, <laughs> looked like a nice Michael B, I mean, I'd be happy. I'd be good. But I think, yeah, I think the fixation with numbers is always exactly. like a bad thing. I mean, whether it's money or it's, you know, whether it's money or it's weight, weight or I'm trying not to say shawties, but, you know. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, Let me get back to this. Like, it, yeah, so the issue that you run into money or numbers is just sometimes numbers aren't enough. Like, you know, you could make exactly. 3000 and then it's like, oh, no, 3000 isn't enough. The goal is now 6000 6000 Oh, so I got 6000 Oh, right. And then you kind of just lose the joy of, like, the journey or learning experience from it. It's just you got to get to the next thing. So, so. This is why we're starting this campaign, because we feel like it's very important for people to be happy with themselves and just enjoy life and be healthy about everything. Right. Um, and so this isn't, don't get us wrong, this is not a weight loss challenge. It's not a weight loss challenge. This is a campaign for self-love, the Love Yourself campaign, and this is going to have you loving yourself, mind, body, and soul. Um, so here's the criteria. Like we said, it's a six week campaign. It's going to start on March 9th, Monday, March 9th, and going to go through Saturday, April 16th. I mean, my bad, April 18th. So the mind part of it, we want you to join us because we're going to be doing this too. Ain't that right, swoosh? You can't Maybe. say nothing. I'm going to come across the same. We're going to be doing it too, right, swoosh? Well, Vanessa's told me I have to do it, so I'm going to do it. Man. That's what I thought. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so, Damn, Debo. 
each week we're challenging you all to join us and read at least 50 pages (laughs) (laughs) out of seven days bro come on man all right 50 pages a week um we will be releasing later on this week we have uh several books predetermined books i mean you can read whatever you want but since we are trying to improve ourselves and improve our mind we have um quite a few different self-help books or self-improvement books by all by black authors um so we'll have a list of books that you guys can choose from pick one or if you have one of your own already go ahead and read that um true that we can drop it on instagram and twitter and then of course you know our podcast page you should guys check out yes uh so we will let you know about that part again that's 50 pages per week 50 pages per week. The idea would be for you to finish an entire book by the end of the six-week challenge. We would hope. Six-week campaign, excuse me. We would hope. So, I mean, if that puts a little more pressure on yourself and you got to read more than 50 pages, then you got to read more than 50 pages, my guy. Yeah. If you can't, do what you can. You try. Nah, finish the book. No, I'm just kidding. Damn. Please finish the book. (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, So that was the mind aspect. The body aspect uh, we will be working out five days a week for 45 minutes or longer. Now, I know people are just like, five days a week, Vanessa? Like, where am I going to find all that time? It's not that oh, hard, actually. you guys got time. Oh. I re- we really don't. My, my day is long and long <laughs> and stressful. But these workouts can be done at home or in the gym. Um, or in the community. Yeah outside whatever mm-hmm. you, whatever you got to do you know go for your little 45 minute walk whatever you need for real walk we're med- be meditation in action mm-hmm. we're meeting you where you're at meaning mm-hmm. don't be trying to overdo it uh check our page you will see possibly some workout videos um might shout out a few people on there so these these gym or these workouts will be five days a week 45 minutes or longer at the gym or at home Uh, we want you to post a picture share with us picture or video of your workouts every day um hashtag love yourself 2020 love yours and you got the packs send them to me don't do that do it um so the weigh-in part the weigh-in is really optional. We don't need to know your number or where you're at, um, but some people like to weigh in to make sure, you know, it, it helps motivate them sometimes. Me personally, I'm not going to be weighing in during the middle of this. I'll probably weigh in at the beginning and at the end because I know my body and the way that I lose or gain, it'll have my emotions everywhere. I can't be skeptical on a scale <laughs> every day or every two weeks or whatever. But if you would like to weigh in, I encourage you to do it maybe once a week, maybe every two weeks, but definitely don't do it on a daily basis because that's just going to stress you out. Um, once a week, we will be posting a healthy recipe to our page. So look out for that. Might be something that you might want to try out. And like I said, it ends in six weeks. Um, right now we're working on the event at the end of the, the six weeks, um, but look out for it. It's either going to be a hike we're thinking about Mission Peak. We're trying to get that organized. Or we might do like an outdoor circuit of like just some different workouts and whatnot. But we would like for y'all to come with us so we can definitely document our journeys and, you know, be support to each other. If y'all need support, reach out to us, personal pages as well as our podcast page. 
And then the last part is the soul. So, I mean, it's great if you're, if you're, uh, why'd you make that face? Oh, I didn't know about soul. I said mind, body, and soul, man. Yeah. Anyways. So the soul part would be you getting everything out that you need to get out your outlet. Uh, and sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean you want to talk to somebody. So we are highly encouraging that you journal at least three to four times a week during this challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, Swoosh and I will probably put up some tips of what you can journal about or, you know, some tips to get started. Cause not everybody can just take a blank sheet and start writing their life away. That's not, you know, Ooh, and we can come up with our own black ass. Exactly. See, see, you're d- anyways. Sorry. It took a while for our brains to sync up. Uh, like, oh. gosh, I was there. I don't know where you've been. Oh, well, anyways. Um, yeah. So those are the three, <laughs> the three, uh, parts of our campaign. And again, this is going to be hashtag love yours elf. <laughs> 2020. What? Love yours. Yeah. Elf? Yeah. 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 Elf. That's, that's, that's how it's going to look. Um, so it'll, it'll look, shut up. It'll be hashtag capital love yours. And then you add the self. It's a lowercase elf. <laughs> it's hashtag love yourself 2020. So look for that, y'all. Join us. We appreciate it. And um, yeah, that's that on that. Period. No, I'm just kidding. Love yours. <laughs> it's how I remember. It's love yourself. The love yours is just capitalized so you guys know it's through us here at Love Yours, the podcast podcast that promotes black mental health black mental wealth and black mental stability apparently love yours elf shut up and they will forever be out of reach until you love yours elf (laughs) (laughs) love your elf okay (laughs) like elf on a shelf just imagine hey that can be a a thing yeah we're gonna make some elves and they look like us and then so if y'all start slacking, we're just going to be on the, on the shelf looking at you like you know you're supposed to be reading. Or it's, or the elf is you, and you put your, your, your face picture on it, and you got to love it. Love your self. You never heard of the, the concept of elf on the shelf? I have, but. That's why I'm just, we put our faces on I'm just on trying not to get like, sued. <laughs> I'm just trying not just to get like sued. Just like this, this face. Because we going to do it, and they going to. Elf on the Shelf is not... First of all, there's been so many versions of Elf on the Shelf. I'm pretty sure it's trademarked. We'll find out. Elf's coming soon, y'all. No, it's fine. (laughs) Shut down your podcast. It's our podcast. We're going to call it something else. It's not going to be an elf. (laughs) It's going to be like a... Knockoff brand. Mm. Self on the Shelf. (laughs) Self on the Shelf. Ooh, that's good. Okay. That's good. Anyways. Can't give away all the trip for free, though. Oh, no. The Self... The, the self on the shelf, y'all definitely got to pay for that. <laughs> that ain't free. Well, the patent trademark. Speaking of giving stuff out, if y'all seen us at the Black Joy Parade, we was handing out stickers, promoting the podcast. So if you want a sticker, hit us up. If you want to be on the show, hit us up. For show. Anyway, is that 
basically wraps up for this week yep. um, our brief discussion on eating disorders in the black community. Uh, body image. My bad. You're right. Body image when it comes to eating disorders in the black community. Yeah. There we go. With a full or another discussion on, <laughs> on eating disorders, stay tuned. We'll eventually get to that when it becomes Eating Disorder Month. Yes, we will dive much deeper into it. And we're going to have guests on that. Are we? We should. Okay. Try we're trying to. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate y'all cousins. Yes, um, as always, we encourage you to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. Leave us some reviews. Y'all have been pretty good about interacting with us with our weekly questions, and we greatly appreciate that. Um, shameless plug. If y'all would like to have a commercial spot on <laughs> our podcast, slide into the DMs. We might be running a little special coming soon, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll of shut on you On the house. Who said that? Oh. Who said that? <laughs> nah. Oh, wow. Nah, we'll give you a discount. Huh? Damn. What you okay. mean? Yes. Oh, we we, we big time. All Making right. moves. Let's do it then. Moves. Man. Anyways, if y'all would like to have um, a commercial or whatnot, an ad on our show, we take sponsorships. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, just hit us in the DM. We'll let you know the pricing. Um, <laughs> think I'm playing. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I already got a price in my head and everything. It ain't that much. Don't worry, people. But that DM to Vanessa, that's for free. No, it ain't. I'll slide in them. My DMs are closed. Closed. All right, let me you might need that cash app. See, why are you always going to start with me? Anyways, uh, if you would like to stream us, listen to us all the time, uh, catch up on our website as well as on Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Um, follow us on IG. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is love yours underscore podcast. Our Twitter is love yours underscore pod. Swoosh's contact is swoosh night swoosh underscore k n i g h t. Holla at your boy. You've been real ethnic right now eating Skittles while we are recording. Sour Skittles too. You're tr- don't ever. Don't ever shake around your two and a half Skittles. You're trash. Anyways, this is your girl, Vanessa Danae. If you would like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter as well as Instagram at Danae underscore Vanessa. That's D-A-N-E-E underscore V-A-H-N-E-S-S-A. Don't forget the H or you'll never find me. (laughs) Other than that, thank y'all for listening. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week. Bye. Love yours, the podcast. The podcast.